takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today to talk some Islanders hockey and to be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Islanders downing the Philadelphia Flyers 4-1 to at the UBS Arena. And I'll tell you, Lots of key takeaways from this game, but we'll get to the two biggest ones coming up. We'll preview tonight's game uh, in Philadelphia, the only road game the Islanders have between now and the All-Star break. And we will have a, a, a rent-a-player who had a big but brief impact on the Islanders about 10 years ago as our Islanders' birthday of the day. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, or a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, a big 4-1 to win for the Islanders. They hand the Philadelphia Flyers their eighth straight defeat, and it wasn't always pretty. This wasn't the Islanders' A game, but at the end of the day, it was enough to beat the Philadelphia Flyers And the Islanders get a very important two points in the standings. The biggest reason for this win, by far, the play of Ilya Sorokin. 26 saves on 27 shots faced, stopping at least three or four odd man rushes. The Islanders, especially in the first period and during one particular power play later in the game, very sloppy with the puck, turning it over, you know, allowing those odd man rushes. But every time the Islanders' defense faltered, Ilya Sorokin was there to bail them out. And, you know, okay, 26 saves is a decent amount. It's not like he stood on his head for 45 saves. But when you factor in the quality of the save, rather than just the number of saves... This was a strong game by Ilya Sorokin, and realistically, the Islanders, you know, could have easily been behind three to nothing before they finally got on the board by uh, Brock Nelson's goal in the second period. So, 
good signs there that Ilya Sorokin playing on top of his game and keeping the Islanders in it early when the offense was really not playing well until the offense started to get on track in the second and third period. That was the biggest key to the game for the New York Islanders. Some other takeaways, though, a couple of players getting off the schneid. Casey Sezikis getting his first goal of the season. Matt Martin getting his first goal of the season. And Robin Salo almost getting his first, but Sezikis did deflect it. Initially, they announced that Salo had the goal. Instead, it goes down as his second career NHL assist. But overall, getting players like Sezikis and Martin off the schneid, getting them their first goal, you know, you got to hope that that means that they won't be squeezing the stick quite as tightly and that they'll gain a little bit more confidence, that they won't be pressing so much. And hopefully that leads to more scoring opportunities. Look, neither Matt Martin nor Casey Sezikis are the kind of players that the Islanders are counting on to score 20, 25 goals in a season. But getting that, you know, 10 to 15 goal range from your fourth line guys uh, makes a big difference. And in this game, at least, the scoring mattered. As far as the... uh, the other goal, Anthony Bavillier and Bo really needed it. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom with an assist. And Wally, oh gosh, Wally. Wally took a penalty that uh, really made me cringe in this game. And you know I'm a big Oliver Wallstrom fan, okay? Because, you know, they need players who are going to shoot the puck and who are going to get things done. But Wallstrom, when you're up by a couple of goals in the third period... Oliver Wallstrom takes a hooking penalty in the offensive zone that was just unnecessary, sloppy, and gave the Flyers an opportunity to get back in the game. And you cannot afford to do that. Uh, it's, It's a sure way to get you into Barry Trotz's doghouse, and that's not where you want to have as valuable an offensive weapon as Oliver Wallstrom. As far as Barry Trotz is concerned, thankfully, he was back behind the Islanders' bench for this game. And it's not so much that I think Lane Lambert did a bad job behind the bench. I think he was fine. But the important thing was, you know, Barry Trotz missed time because of the passing of his mom, then gets COVID to have him back and behind the bench after those two very difficult uh, situations kind of back-to-back, just a relief and good for the New York Islanders. So we're glad to see uh, Barry Trotz back behind the bench, and that was important. Um, Still some problems, though, for this team as far as shooting the puck. And... You know, through two periods of this game, three of the Islanders' top six forwards did not have a shot on goal, and that was Anthony Bevilier, Josh Bailey, and Anders Lee. And when you look at the final shots on goal in this game, Kiefer Bellows, who moved up to the first line and at least put shots at net, 
He had only one shot on goal playing on the top line. Matthew Barzal, also on the top line, one shot on goal. Anders Lee on the top line, no shots on goal in this game. Josh Bailey won, Anthony Bevilier won. So you go down the list of the top six forwards on the Islanders in this game, and, you know, Brock Nelson is the only one with more than one shot on goal that is just not going to get the job done as far as, you know, your top six forwards. Your best players, as the cliche goes in hockey, have to be your best players if you're going to win consistently. And they've got to put the puck on the net. Now, we talked about this on yesterday's show. Just shoot. The shots were better overall, but it's coming from your bottom six forwards. Cal Clutterbuck, two shots. Matt Martin, two shots. Casey Zizekas, two shots. Zach Parise, four. Oliver Wallstrom, five You know, out of the top six forwards, only Brock Nelson had more than one, and that just isn't going to get the job done over the long haul. So still some things that this team sort of needs to straighten out, but they rebounded from a slow start, got solid goaltending, and did what they had to do to pick up the two points in this game against a a struggling Flyers team. And you know what? Good hockey teams beat struggling hockey teams when they have the chance. The Islanders did that. You bank the two points, and you go for two more tomorrow. When we come back, we will have a preview of tomorrow's game in Philadelphia, also against the Flyers, an opportunity for the Islanders to start putting some wins together. That, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and more coming up on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year, and they've got a new updated desktop desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on. That's locked on one word to get started. And yes, betonline.ag will give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. So the Islanders and Flyers will be back at it again tonight, this time in Philadelphia. As we mentioned, the only road game that the Islanders have during the 11-game stretch that started this past weekend, and or last Thursday, actually, and goes through to the All-Star break. So, very important that the Islanders take advantage. We mentioned seven of these 11 games are against teams that are struggling, and the Flyers are definitely in that category. So, a chance right now For the New York Islanders, they got the first two points against Philadelphia. Now, can they get 
two more. Uh, with Martin Jones playing in goal last night, it looks like Carter Hart will get the start for the Flyers tonight. Hart, 7, 12, and 4 this year with a 2.94 goals against average and a 9.11 save percentage. You know, the Islanders still got to slow down Claude Giroux, Cam Atkinson, and Travis uh, Konecki. Those are the big three right now for the Philadelphia Flyers, and if they can slow them down, they have got a good chance of getting something done. By the way, a little comical moment from the game last night. Islanders score that second goal. They go to, to celebrate the goal, and poor Scott Lawton of the Philadelphia Flyers ends up getting in the middle of the Islanders' goal situation. So three or four Islanders are or getting into the little semicircle and hugging each other, and poor Scott Lawton is stuck there and couldn't get out of the way. Pretty humorous uh, moment there. Uh, and you look, you got to take those lighthearted moments when you can get them. Uh, but for the Flyers, this is a team now with eight straight losses, and the Islanders really do need to take advantage of the opportunity and find a way to keep adding points. Again, the line combinations, and this is what we saw last night at the UBS Arena. Claude Giroux, the first line center with Joel Farabee and Cam Atkinson on his wings. Scott Lawton is the second line center with Oscar Lindblom and Thomas Konecki flanking him. Kevin Hayes centers James Van Riemsdyk and Gerald Mayhew on the third line. And then Connor Bunneman was the fourth line pivot with Morgan Frost and Zach McEwen on his wings. Ivan Provorov and Travis Sanheim, the top defense pairing, Justin Braun and Cam York were the second, and Keith Yandel and Rasmus Ritzelainen were the third pair. Ritzelainen uh, back in the lineup after missing time with COVID, and that was an important addition for the Philadelphia Flyers. As for their situation, still some players out, Samuel Morin, uh, Ryan Ellis, Nate Thompson, and Sean Couturier all on IR. Patrick Brown is out. Nobody, knock wood, on the Flyers right now in COVID protocol. And, you know, one of the things the Islanders did well last night that they're going to have to do, uh, well, they didn't do it actually consistently, but they did it well in the third period in particular, nursing the lead, uh, Got to shut down the middle of the ice. The Flyers have some pretty speedy players on their roster, and you can't let them have room and time and space in the middle of the ice so that they come into the Islanders' zone with momentum. And look, Simeon Varlamov almost certainly going to get the start for the New York Islanders in goal in this game, and the Islanders are going to need Varley to play well. Look, we talked about this. Uh, Ilya Sorokin has been outstanding over the course of the season in goal for the New York Islanders. But, but, the Islanders are going to need to uh, get Simeon Varlamov playing well because you got a lot of back-to-backs and three games in four nights and four games in six nights. This schedule is compressed. There's a lot of rescheduled games and postponed games that need to be made up. And Varlamov, who has played better as of late, is going to need to continue 
to play well for the Islanders to string, you know, that winning streak that they so desperately need to put together if they hope to get back into the playoff race. And we look at the standings right now. Islanders, 30 points in 31 games. So a win tonight can get the Islanders back to NHL 500. They are three points behind the Flyers and Devils. They have six games in hand on the Devils. Three, uh, excuse me, seven games in hand on the Flyers. They are also five points behind the Blue Jackets and have five games in hand on Columbus. So the idea, if the Islanders can win in regulation, they are getting closer to getting out of the cellar in the Metropolitan Division. And look, that is the first step on the road back to playoff contention. We've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will have our Islanders birthday of the day. A big trade acquisition who was only briefly an Islander. We'll talk about his contribution and look at one of his best games with the team. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, today, well, no, we're actually a day early, January 19th, so Wednesday, will be the 38th birthday for former Islanders winger Thomas Vanek, the native of Vienna, Austria, drafted in the first round, fifth overall by the Buffalo Sabres back in 2003, played two years at the University of Minnesota and really was outstanding there, made his NHL debut in 05-06, scored 25 goals as a rookie, 43 goals in his second season, 36 goals and 40 goals in the two years after that, but grew disenchanted in Buffalo and was traded to the Islanders early in the 2013-2014 season, played 47 games with the Isles and scored 44 points, 17 goals, 27 assists, playing on that top line along with John Tavares. But the whole thing was that Vanek had an expiring contract. And the question was, could the Islanders re-sign him? The answer turned out to be no. (laughs) He didn't want to, couldn't come to terms with general manager Garth Snow. And as a result, the Islanders trading him at the deadline to the Montreal Canadiens. He was a rental player for them for the rest of the season and into the playoffs and then finished up his career with stints in Minnesota, Detroit, Florida, Vancouver, Columbus, and then back to Detroit his last season in the NHL, 2018-2019. For Thomas Vanek, 1,029 NHL games in the regular season, 373 goals, 789 points, 547 penalty minutes, add 69 playoff games, 21 goals and 36 points in those contests. He did not win a Stanley Cup, but he did go on a few decent-sized playoff runs. We're going to look at one of uh, Thomas Vanek's better games with the Islanders at Madison Square Garden. We take you back to December 20th, 2013, Islanders and the Rangers Evgeny Nabokov in goal for the Isles against Henrik Lundqvist, the goalie for the Rangers. And the Islanders get on the board first. Cal Clutterbuck, a penalty shot, shorthanded no less, but he puts the puck behind 
uh, Henrik Lundqvist, his fourth goal of the year, obviously the penalty shot unassisted. 1-0 Islanders, time of that goal, 14-42. Islanders get another shorthanded goal. Matt Karkner in the box for holding, and Michael Grabner, who later played for the Rangers and had great speed. He scores his third of the year, also unassisted at 17-09. Islanders up 2-0 late in the first. But before that power play ended, Benoit Pouliot gets the Rangers on the board. His fourth, Chris Kreider and Derek Broussard, who would later play for the Isles, with the assists. 2-1 Islanders after the first period. In the second period, though, the Rangers get some goals. Derek Dorsett, his third from Dominic Moore and Anton Strahlman at three minutes. And then in the second period, with Cal Clutterbuck off for cross-checking, Derek Stepan, his seventh from Rick Nash and Matt Zuccarello at 7.58. All of a sudden, that 2-0 lead, the Islanders now trailing 3-2. But Brian Strait ties it. His first from Josh Bailey and Ryan Strom at 11.26 after 40 minutes Islanders and Rangers deadlocked at three apiece. In the third period, early on, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Thomas Vanek comes through with his 11th goal of the year. Kyle Oposo and Andrew McDonald with the assist at 118. It's a power play goal. Dan Girardi was in the box for interference, and the Islanders take a 4-3 lead. And if Nabokov makes that lead Hold up until Michael Grabner gets his second of the game. Fourth of the year, Franz Nielsen and Travis Hamanick with the assist at 1909. It's an empty net goal. Islanders skate away with a 5-3 win. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Thomas Vanek, one goal. He scored on his only shot, but it was the game-winning goal. 21 saves for Nabokov in this one. Islanders outshot 24-20. But because of Nabokov's good goaltending and two shorthanded goals in this game, the Islanders skate away with a 5-3 win. Thomas Vanek, the game winner, and Vanek is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Happy 38th birthday. We're one day early on this one. His birthday is Wednesday to Thomas Vanek. Another big game for the Isles tonight. And look, we know this team needs to string wins together. That's what they've got to do. This is the kind of situation that you create those streaks. You get back into the playoff picture by starting to string wins together. And that's what the Islanders need to do. And hopefully they will get it done tonight. The consistency That has been lacking early in the season because of all the disruptions, the COVID, the injuries, and everything else. That's got to be behind them, and let's see if the Islanders can put it together and get four points out of the four possible points from the Flyers. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q, With expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, it's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from tonight's game and a whole lot more, so make sure you join us for that. We'll also have our weekly farm report. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!